Kakalakin Internet. Welcome to Friday, Geektainment Weekly. Welcome to the Weekend Geek. It's been a hell of a Weekend Geek. Yeah. I am one of your hosts, R.D. Van Houten, joined by the wonderful Andy Bishop. What's up, Andy? Yeah, I'm just going to sit here and uh, raise this roof because it deserves to be raised. It has been a, a roof-raising worthy week. I, I'm just happy say. to be here, boys. Just happy to be here. And also joined by the spectacular Ian Benzman. What's shaking, Ian? Uh, not much. All not, right. Not much is shaking. All right. I yeah. can dig it. Yeah, it's been a long week. It has been a long week. Sure has. Not, not enough energy to do any shaking. But you know what? We're going we're gonna to try our best here yeah. at, at, at uh, Geek Tame and Weekly to yeah. shake the maracas. Ooh. Yeah, we've got a fun show for you today. Yeah. we got an interview coming up in a little bit with the master of makeup and special effects, Dan Phillips, who worked on The Hobbit, Real Steel, and a cadre is that the right word? Kaja, Kaja? yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Of, of other movies Oz, and films. Oz the Great and the Powerful. Yes, Oz the Great and the Powerful. And we've, you know, we'll find out if James Franco is face is actually made of snakes. Um, <laughs> Hear that, Devin, if you're watching. Yes. We have the answer for you. you. Know, yes. I, I, don't, I don't think that's right. I, I don't. <laughs> snakes. 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 I mean, they sound so familiar. If they can be on a plane, they can be in James Franco. So one thing that we did manage to pull off was we yes. went to the premiere of Black Panther we yesterday. Went last I night. Well, I two didn't. of us did. I yes. didn't. Two of us did. Well, that's kind of how it goes. We, we, we rarely all. Yeah. Uh, it's usually two thirds. That's very true. And one of us makes it. One of us two catches of us up. Make it. You know, yeah. somebody's got to stay behind and just man the fort. Right. You know, they got they got to they just make the decision. You know what, guys? I'm going to be the sacrificial lamb here. I'm going to make sure that. The ship stays afloat while you guys have the time of your life. Because I called R.D. last night, mm-hmm. and he was just like, my gosh, this was such a good movie. So it was It a, was great. I can't, I don't have a, actually, the only complaint I have mm-hmm. is that it, they might be two of the weakest after the credit scene. Without spoiling anything, they might be two of the most just like, eh, okay, they're there after the credit scene yeah. that Marvel's done. I liked the second one a lot more than the first one. Yeah, but you know what? The second one, it was it was almost like a no-brainer. Yeah. And, and that was actually they one of- They did kind of tease it. One of my issues with this film had nothing to do with the film itself. Right. It had everything to do with the fact that we've already seen the trailers for Infinity War. Right. And basically, like, and this doesn't spoil anything from Black Panther. This is all from the Infinity War trailer. Right. This is Bucky. He's right. out of the freeze. Right. Show that in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, just a lot of stuff that they show in the Infinity War trailer that... It, it it if if it wasn't such a spectacular film, it would have taken away from it. Yeah. But I gotta say that it is it is one of Marvel's best films. Yeah. I think Ryan Coogler really knocked it out of the park. Oh, without question, yeah. that guy is gonna get himself an Oscar someday very soon. Yeah, that was uh, probably one of the most action packed Marvel films. Like really, like like gritty action, like gritty yeah. action, but shot in such a fantastic way. It was yeah. a gorgeous film too. Was, well the colors, well everything. Acted. Yeah, it was great color. Pattern. Yeah, it was really, it was very um, stimulating visually. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone was great. Chadwick Boseman once again was amazing as Black Panther. Mm-hmm. It, there's just things he does that are like very. This is the character. This is this is the heart and soul of this character that he captures just perfectly. 
perfectly. And I wasn't expecting, like the like the Michael B. Jordan and like the uh, Chadwick Boseman, right? Was yeah, Chad, Chadwick yeah, Boseman. Chad Boseman. Um, I wasn't I wasn't expecting how that role, how they their, how that played out. Yeah, no, I was expecting something totally different. And, Me too, actually. Yeah, and it was totally kick-ass the oh, way that yeah, they did it, it. and and the, and all of the women in the movie yeah are more badass than the men yeah like uh his sister shuri and um the uh, what's her the dinah guerrera the one who played the, michonne on walking okay, dead uh, right i can't remember her character the general yeah but she's right. badass too like there's a point in this movie where it just went from okay this is freaking amazing to holy crap this is like amazeballs right. like and I, I, I want to like, like I can tell you the exact moment for me that it happened. Nope. I, I don't know if it's a spoiler though. Nope. Well, it's not a plot. Thing. I don't care. It's not a plot thing. I don't care. All right. Don't risk it. I won't say it. I hate spoilers. The artwork I though, hate like, it. like the, the, oh, they were showing us, like the African it. artwork. Yeah, it was like, really cool how they integrated like the technology with the like the African right. artwork and all the. It was really, really cool. And I yeah. thought I was going to hate Martin Freeman right right off rip. I was like, he man, was, he he's going to bum me out. And then he was great. He was great. He was great. Him and Andy I mean, Andy Serkis is always great. Right. And actually watching them interact was pretty awesome because it's, 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 you know, Bilbo and, right. and Gollum. And he got buff. Oh, yeah. Andy Serkis Andy got Serkis buff. Andy Serkis is, I think he's There's one no of Schmeagle the most there. underrated actors. Yes, precious. Like, I work out. I like to lift the weights. He was buff. The ring of power is so heavy. <laughs> you know what? You know what I'm really curious about? I'm really curious of what our listeners and viewers think of Black Panther. Did you see it? Yeah. Did you not see it? What are you expecting? What did you expect? And were you pleasantly surprised? If so, give us a call at 844-999-9249 or tweet at us at gtweekly.com or find us on Facebook. You know, mm-hmm. and we'll try to get to everybody's comments and and things like that. But you know, I I just want to know what everybody else thought because you know the two of us we have like really similar tastes. Yeah. So it's just nice to get another perspective of uh you know outsiders. Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't heard anyone say anything bad about it yet. Um, mostly spectacular rave reviews. Um, and I can see why. Right. Um, I, you know, it's it's probably one of the least Marvelly Marvel films. Right. Um, there's a few is, things I could pick apart. Oh, there's but, absolutely marvelous. But I'm not films. going to. No, no, it's, it's such a spectacular film. It's not worth, you know, really even thinking. It's kind of like, you know, Deadpool. Mm-hmm. That movie, in my opinion, is, is close to a perfect adaption of a character as you get. That being said, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, totally different than the comics. But the rest of that movie is so freaking perfect. Right. I don't even care. Yeah. I don't even care. Right. Whereas X Men just sucks and Colossus, all around, so. the CG on Colossus could have been a bit better. Yeah, well, the fa- I just love that we finally got a Russian Colossus. Right. Yeah. How fucking hard is that? But doesn't Colossus apparently vary? Colossus apparently. isn't always like that, though, right? Like he can go back yeah, to like, being yeah, human. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, like, but I think it's yeah, but it who was, wants to see that? Well, I think the but reason still. they did that was because the, the person doing the voice was different than the person being the actor. Okay. So, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, apparently they offered the guy, who, Daniel Cudmore, the guy who played him in the original X-Men film, mm-hmm. to be it in Deadpool, but he would have had to have been voiced over by a Russian guy. Mm. I would have been fine with that. Mm. I, th- I, I think that's a super, super simple thing for them to fuck up. Like, how, It's like one of his main things. He's Russian. That's like right. half of what... Well, that's like 
That's his character. Yeah, yeah. He, literally when they got in, when he got introduced when they brought in like the next wave of X Men and you had Wolverine and and Nightcrawler and Storm and, and Colossus and Apache. All of them are supposed to be you know Nightcrawler's German, Wolverine's Canadian, Storm's African. Right. That's kind of like the thing that brought the. It's like right. It's I don't know whatever. But speaking of things Marvel got right, oh, even though that was Fox, Punisher. Punisher season two starts production later this month. All right. Already, that's kind of wild. Because um, that just, I mean, that just came out, what, two months ago? Three months ago? Mm, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, and, you know. Yeah, Jessica, it was November. Yeah, November. November. And then Jessica I Jones uh, drops, uh, I think, next <laughs> so month. Then November, December. Yeah, Jessica Jones. Yeah, and then uh, Luke Cage just finished filming, mm-hmm. like, late last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, season three of Daredevil is going into production. Actually, uh, something that got answered this week while we were out and about is those shows will be staying on Netflix. Nice. Yes. That's good. Yeah, they won't be moving to the streaming service that Disney's doing, so that answers a few questions Perfect. there. Um, Another streaming service I don't need to sign up for. Yeah, Perfect. add it to the list of right. a million and one Well, I might. Ones. Well, I, I guess, because there's going to be Star Wars content. Yeah. There's going to be Star Wars content. Original yeah. Marvel series, too, though. Yeah. So we'll see. Although, apparently, the R-rated stuff is going to stick to Hulu moving forward. Hulu? Yeah. Hulu is apparently going to be Marvel's go-to platform for their... More adult stuff. Are they going to be flying under the banner of Marvel Knights? I would love that. I would love that. I think that'd be really cool. In fact, before they started doing the Netflix series, I thought it'd be really cool if they did like an HBO show called Marvel Knights, where it was like Blade, Punisher, and Ghost Rider. Right. And like it alternated every week, and then like it kind of brought them all together. Kind of like good Ghost Rider. What they did with Defenders. But for Marvel Knights, I thought that would be really cool. And you know what? They can do it now. They own Blade again, they own Ghost Rider again. Mm hmm. Um, why the hell not bring them? I mean, there was rumors for a while that um, Blade might pop up in Punisher season one, and Moon Knight pop up and Moon Knight might pop up in season one. None of that happened. I could see maybe but in season two. I, I would not be shocked if they use season two of Punisher to bring in another Marvel character, kind of like they brought Punisher in with Daredevil season right. two. It wouldn't shock me, right? Because yeah, I love the Punisher and John Barenthal is amazing as the character, but there's only so much they can really well, do plot. And that's like Jessica guy. Jones. Right. They brought in Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, didn't they? Kinda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. how that went. Down. Yeah, and I think that's really smart because you're using you know a successful IP to bring in a new IP to support it because yeah. you know. Might not get as many eyeballs on it yeah. off, the, off the bat. Well, Marvel's mm-hmm. really good at that. Like, the whole thing that they're doing with, the, apparently, um, in the next phase after Infinity War that has yet to be announced yet, mm-hmm. there's going to be an all-female Marvel movie. Um, nice. I'm curious as to what exactly that's going to be. How are they going to do it? Are they going to make... I don't know. Hmm. Um, um, it's they, There's no really, like, solid, concrete plan except that Kevin Feige says it's happening. Is there like an uh, is there an all female like Marvel comic? Yeah, there is. I can't. Like, think I of, mean, that's like it's, a team um, based. It's oh god, what was it? They just put it out not too long ago. It's um, it happened during the Secret War thing that happened a couple years ago. It was. It's an all female team, uh, but I mean, I'd have to assume we're probably gonna get Black Widow. And we'll probably get Captain Marvel. And we'll probably get um, Valkyrie. Uh, we'll probably get Evangeline Lilly. Um, probably Gamora. I wouldn't. You know, is it A-Force? A-Force, yeah. yes. There you go, A-Force. Yeah, that launched not Look too long you, ago, RD, coming in clutch. Yeah, um, buddy. So I wouldn't be shocked if that's kind of what it is. I, I'm more curious to see what the whole Marvel universe, like, is going to be after in, uh, Avengers 4. Right. Because, I mean, theoretically, Cap's contract's up, Thor's contract's up, RDJ's contract's up. Right. Like, all of the original guard is kind of 
done. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you know, I, are they going to kill him off? Are they going to do a Bond where they recast it and just keep moving forward, which I hope is what they do? Like, leave the characters be for a little bit, then bring them back with different actors. I could see that. You know, like, yeah. like Wolverine's not going to be in another X Men film, right? Until theoretically, you know, Marvel takes over and recasts the role. Um, you never know. It, I don't know. It's it's always one of the things that interests me is is the uh, is the characters and the actors jumping around. You know, like Chris Evans, he's Human Torch, right? The Captain America. You know, he's also in a bunch of other comic book stuff. Right. And then, um, like, they just um, Thomas Hayden Church actually just came out. And said that he uh, he filmed a secret role for some superhero film. It's yes. not Mar- the only hint that he gave is that it's not Marvel. Well, I would probably, we can speculate further. I'm gonna, on that in I, a little bit. That's true. And we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Come back with the interview that we did earlier in the week with Dan Phillips. Such a nice guy. Uh, Ian and I were part of that interview. Andy, sorry, got to. I was absent. He was absent. So we're going to check that out and we'll be right back. So stick around. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. Why are we here? What makes a person truly good? For those answers, you're going to have to take a philosophy class. But if you're more interested in who would win in a fight between R2-D2 and a Dalek, watch Get It to the Geeks on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. on newradiomedia.com. Of, in Michigan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 And also, actually, we were chatting before we came in here. Um, he has a hand in making some really awesome, like, prosthetics and stuff for, you know, people who, like, lose limbs and stuff. It's really cool. We were chatting about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm able to, uh, when I'm not on a film, which is very, not very often, but uh, I, I have a doctor here out of Michigan, Rop Orthopedic Clinic, and I work for them doing some custom prosthetics for amputees. Which is really cool. You were explaining all the how customization and stuff that you can do, especially with your experience in the you know film background. Yeah, I was really surprised. Uh, Jeff Rop, the owner of the of the uh, prosthetics company, approached me. I was at a, a guest at a Comic Con, and he approached me and said, you know, you, he was looking at some of my the fake arms and stuff I've made. He said, you know, you could probably do what I do in my world. And I said, well, I'd love to have a have a sit down with you. You know, so we sat down and. You know, he loves that I work in the industry, so he gave me carte blanche to come and go as I please, and, uh, you know, I've been doing it ever since, so it's been really cool. That's so fascinating how that ties into that. You, it's not yeah. something you would think. You'd be like, oh, I do this. Oh, wait, I can do this. But, like, yeah. it totally makes sense when someone's like, points it all together for you. That's Absolutely. just really cool that you can do that. Yeah, we have we have a studio, and uh, I teach some classes out of the studio, and one of the things I always tell my, my students is, think of what you can use with these skill sets outside of the movie industry. Because you never know, you know, what roads these things can take you down. You yeah. Know, so No, absolutely. And it's just, I feel like there's a lot more practical uses for a lot of the stuff that, like, trade stuff. You know, in school, you're like, oh, let's learn how to do a proof. And it's like, when the fuck am I ever going to use a proof? Right, like, I get right. the whole, like, there's the whole, like, situation. Like, oh, you know, the, you're at the grocery store and the power goes out and you need to do the math on your, your apples or some <laughs> shit. It's like, oh, first of all, they're not going to let you buy anything if the grocery store is out of power. And second of all... 
it's not like you need to prove like why that banana is three ninety nine. Right. You never. Right. <laughs> I just don't know. But um, so that's yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you've worked on some really awesome stuff. You worked on Oz. You worked on uh, two of the Hobbit movies. I worked on. Well, we or shot three? for all three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, when yeah. I was I was in New Zealand for almost five months. Mm-hmm. And That's so um, cool. <laughs> yeah, we shot for all three, and it, it was kind of weird because we never knew day to day. At least I didn't. I didn't know day to day what I was shooting for what movie. So when I came back to the states, you know, in the year later, two years later, when the movie started coming out, it was kind of cool to um, go to this show because I was like, oh, I did that part. I did that part. You know, so right. it was kind of cool to see the little little segments of stuff I did in each movie. That's did really they shoot cool. all three of those movies at the same time? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Did. I think yeah. They totally, yeah. And they never, like I said, they never told us what what you know. Some some days they would tell us, you know, uh, you know, my my character was Nori, one of the thirteen dwarves. Mm-hmm. That's that's who I did every day, and mm-hmm. uh, they would tell us, you know. Um, Okay, in the morning we're gonna put him in this outfit. Then in the afternoon he had a whole different look. Like when he got wet, all his hair would fall. Right. So all different hair pieces and stuff, you know. Okay, now we're gonna have him wet. You know, no one ever knew. You know, they come to come to the realization. In the second movie, they fall down the mountain or down the waterfall in the barrels, and that's right. when he was all wet. You know, so they never really told us. That which that must have be been the producer's nightmare. Having to schedule was, all of that. Well, like I said, it was it was such a big, huge deal. Yeah. Um, I mean, seven hundred million bucks. You know, they have a that's lot, lot of, of that's the lot of lot of orcs. GDP of some small right. countries. Yeah, right yeah, and, and it was uh, it was crazy. I mean, the the uh, the size and the scope of that film, of those films, I should say, were like nothing I'll ever see again. Yeah, you know? I know. I mean, it's just yeah, incredible. I can't even. I, I've I've just seen photos from behind the scenes stuff, yeah. and it just looks like you know. I watch a lot of like the special features on the DVDs and all the bonus stuff, and it, and it's and actually, you know, I had an interesting question. Sure. How did the change from Guillermo del Toro to Peter Jackson affect you? Did it affect you at all? Well, I, once again, I went there for the last four and a half, five months of filming. They had already been shooting for a year and a half. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, or about a year, I think. Um, I went for the the half of the year. Um, so I didn't really have too much interaction with that world. Um, basically, when I got there, it was very cookie cutter. They Nori was already established as a look on film, so I couldn't deviate from that. Mm-hmm. Right. So they would basically give me the pieces. What I would come by, and they'd say, "Here's the silicone pieces. Apply it this way. Use these colors, and try to stick to this kind of format." Yeah. So, so like you know, you you probably have way more freedom on something smaller and yeah and... you know everyone asked me you know well, what was your favorite thing to work on and i always tell them you know it's it all depends you know i like the the smaller independent stuff because i have a lot more creative control over the character yeah. i'm doing you know um what's your all, favorite thing that you've done all of them okay all of them i, I mean get I, I you know i i have really warm spots in my heart for everything i've done you know and never there's nothing that really stands out too far i mean sure the hobbits and the Ozes and all that stuff they're great they're they're humongous and uh, you know, epic films, and they're going to go down to history. And people, my kids, 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 will watch that stuff. You know, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but I also like doing the little indie films. You know, where where you know we have a crew of twenty five and. We're down in the trenches, and it's you know uh, I'm at Home Depot the night before trying to figure out how I'm going to do a gag, <laughs> you know. So yeah. it's it's always it's it's cool, man. It's, yeah, it's, I dig that stuff. No, that's awesome. So you worked on the Great and Powerful Eyes. Is, I did. Is, is James Franco really made of snakes? No, <laughs> James Franco. My interaction with James was really cool. I didn't inter- interact with him too much because I was a prosthetic artist, mm-hmm. so we dealt with Mila a lot. Um, mm. okay. She was amazing. Right. Um, and uh, my department had Howard Berger, who owns K and B, which is probably the biggest effects shop. I got to tell you guys real quickly when I was when I when I got that gig, I was doing a um, uh, a really small independent film here in Michigan called Detention of the Dead, and it was this little. I know zombie. a lot of people who worked on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little tiny zombie film comedy movie, and um, 
I'm sitting, uh, and my buddy, uh, one of the artists I know, I hired him to be my key. So he's doing makeups and I'm doing makeups and we're, we're, you know, doing this little indie film. So we're crazy busy. And, uh, I was department heading it and all of a sudden I get a phone call and it was, it was a 818 number. So I know it's LA and I'm like, anybody that I know from LA, well, I, their picture pops up with their name or whatever. Right. So I answered the phone and it's, Hey, is this Dan Phillips? I'm like, yeah. He goes, this is Howard Berger. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. This is <laughs> and he said, yeah, it is. He goes, I'm at your union office. He goes, and I'm doing this Oz thing. He goes, and, uh, about 10 people said, I have to meet you. Howard Berger, you know, I don't know if you guys know who Howard Berger is, but he's he owns he's one of the owners of K and B. He's the mm. B in K and B, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, effects houses in L A. Mm-hmm. And um, he's got a Academy Award for Narnia, and he, he's the best, what, if not the best, one of the best out there. And uh, so I went down, and I I, I I had a meeting with him. And at first, I thought it was my buddy messing with me, calling that, right. calling <laughs> me, saying, "That's Howard Berger," you know. And uh, so I went down there, and I had a meeting with him, and I brought my book, and. Uh, he said, uh, well, everything looks good. He goes, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to hire you for this. And he goes, uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting together my dream team. He goes, and so when I worked on that show, unlike uh, unlike, unlike Hobbit, I'm sorry, um, this show was one of those shows that I had all my idols on. You know, guys that when I was a young kid looking through magazines, I want to be like that guy. They were all working around me. I had like four or five Academy Awards all around me. That's so oh, cool. Wow. And... Um, you know, I mean, I, I, two, two, two booths down for me was the guy who painted the original ET. You know, oh, I mean, stuff like so that. Cool. You know, iconic stuff like that. And, uh, you know, Howard said, you know, I always wanted to get my dream team together, and he did that for Oz. You know, and, uh, 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 you know, it was it was just one of the most incredible experiences I've ever had. That's really cool. Yeah. I, I love talking to people who love doing what they do, especially when they like. It's not just they love; it's a passion. Right. Yeah. And then do it again four more days in a row, sometimes yeah. five more days in a row, and you have a sixth day. It's Yeah, we were talking. I was like, it's like a circus, you know? Yeah. I said, we come into, you know, a, 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 we bring a bunch of trucks into your little city. Yeah. We set up tents, and we destroy everything around. Yeah. And then we pack it up and leave. Yeah. Right. Oh, you yeah. Know? It's, and, yeah, like Detroit. When I was on Detroit, like I said, it was three days of filming. It's four months in the production office. You have the prep and the takedown yeah. and the ta- and like all that stuff. And it's it's amazing. You know, people go and watch a movie an yeah. hour and a half long. They don't realize that that hour and a half of film is like six, seven, eight, sometimes a 10 months of work. Absolutely. By, you know, by hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people sometimes. I mean, yeah. you watch the end credits of, like, the Avengers. Mm-hmm. The Hulk has his own CG team. The Hulk. Oh, sure. The Thor right. has his own, you know, Thor has his own CG team. Right. I mean, when I was on uh, when I was on Hobbit, you know, I mean, I literally was on set, excuse me, and there were rows of computer guys. Mm-hmm. I'm talking rows of computer guys. Oh, because yeah. they did a lot of that on set, so you could see it at the dailies yeah. at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. So yeah, cool. everything was. Yeah, you could actually look into a monitor on Hobbit and see... Although all the dwarfs were normal-sized people, yeah. real-life actors, right. they would superimpose them with the normal-sized people so you could see what they would look like right on a monitor as you're filming. That's so cool. That's yeah, it was pretty, pretty incredible. Technology is insane nowadays. Yeah. That's yeah, so, so cool. Because I know like for when they did like um, like Planet of the Apes, uh-huh. they're filming all of that stuff that's normally in like a studio, like on the soundstage or on a bridge or... Everything that we shot when I was there in Hobbit, everything I shot was soundstage. There was nothing locational wise. That's crazy. And it was they had they rebuilt Lake Town. Yeah, I was gonna say you couldn't tell. There's you couldn't tell. Oh, it was it was, and you could walk up to late to, the the buildings of these sets, and walk up and look inside the windows, and you can see they had 
desks with clothes and they had like the desk had a little pen and, and the quill was still That's in there. So it, just, cool. it was just like spared no expense. I love filming know? like I feel yeah. like Christopher Nolan, people like that who like building these grandiose and still practical. It's very old yeah. school Hollywood yeah. way of thinking, which is I love because nowadays it's like I just throw it on it's all computer generated. Yeah. And I think was... that's why you have like Yoda from the original films, it, right. it still holds up. It looks physical because it's a puppet you can touch. Whereas like Spider-Man from like 2001 already looks like a bad graphic. Right. You know, right. it's it's crazy. I but love. They did I bring Yoda back. Yeah. And it was the puppet, which yes. was awesome. Yes. We all. I, my heart's like got four times its size. Ex- when I yeah. Well, it. me too, because the rest of that movie had my heart kind of yeah, breaking the entire yeah. time. But that's. <laughs> But yeah, no, that that was like that moment in the movie was like, oh my god, not only is this Yoda, it's the freaking it's puppet. The puppet. Like, yes, yes. Absolutely. absolutely. So like being a Michigan native and whatnot, how did like when the tax incentive came and went, did that? How did that affect you working here in Michigan personally? <clears throat> well, did it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. it did. Yeah, I mean, you know, it affected all of us. I think, right? You know, all of you guys, same thing. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I, I, like I was telling you guys earlier, a little bit earlier, I tried. Like, un- unlike some other makeup artists, I tried to leave, like, no stone unturned. I tried to – I went back and made sure that I went to fashion school and learned beauty and learned corrective and learned all these things because I wanted to be able to do the bride and then the zombie that kills the bride. Right. You know, and because in Michigan, you know, I knew when those incentives left, we were going to be getting a few films, but they were going to be very all- low budget, mm-hmm. not a lot of a lot of money, and I'm going to look a lot more enticing to a a producer if I can do both mm-hmm. you know and or if I have a, a crew that can do everything mm-hmm. you know um so that was just my thought but heck yeah I mean I mean we were we were cranking there for a couple of years yeah right? I started out doing um oh god I can't remember all the movies I do now I started uh the Clint Eastwood one oh yeah uh Gran Torino Gran Torino mm-hmm. and then I did uh you know I mean one after another it seemed like for yeah. a year well at one point it, it literally we were supposed to have Dark Knight Rises Avenging Spider-Man Captain America and then one other movie all yeah. at the same time and then they yeah. pulled the incentive and within weeks, weeks. gone mm-hmm. you know and and the problem with and I don't want to get too much into political stuff because that's that's right that's a whole can that's of worms. A whole different can yeah. Of worms. yeah but the thing is you know um it's all about money you know, it's all about the bottom dollar, right. and that's where these film houses are going to go. Right. And I just hope that if we give an, when we get another governor in Michigan, mm-hmm. I just hope that uh, they have they they want some incentive, at least make it at least compatible. Yeah, right. I mean, look at Georgia and look at yeah. it again. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, Georgia, Georgia is Georgia because it has the the biggest. Right. And that is, I don't think we'll ever be that, no. but I think that we, we could have be, been. Though. We could have been. Right. But now that uh, you know. We had a big one, then we left, and you know that scares these movie houses. You right. know, so hopefully we can earn their trust, and and we can get some type of a incentive that's going to be long term. You know, that's yeah. what we need. We need some type of long term right. incentive, not this four years until the next governor comes. So yeah. you were talking about like schooling and stuff, and going back and learning all different aspects of the trade. Now, how much schooling did you actually do to get to the point where? I dropped you out of are. school in sixth grade. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, um, I just, you know, I, I, I did through 12th. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I left, instead of going the route of going to a proper college, I did an apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. Um, I did an apprenticeship under a makeup artist, Dick Smith. Right. And uh, some consider him the greatest makeup. I do right. consider him the greatest makeup artist of all time. You know, he did Godfather, Raging Bull, Amadeus, Taxi Driver, and the list goes on. The Exorcist. Exorcist, yep. you know. I mean, as far back as Dark Shadows, Bonnet Barnabas College. Right. So, um you know, I was I went that road. Um, nowadays, do I think that there's a uh, a necessity to be get 
training. Mm-hmm. I think training is is good. I think before training, though, I think like in anything we do in life, I think it needs to have passion. You need right. to have passion, and you want to ha- have to get as good as you can get at that at that trade. Right. You know, um, I sculpt every day. Right. I still sculpt every day because I know that there's somebody out there that is that wants that job as much as I do. Right. You know, I want to be better than them. No right. old barn. You know, yeah. I I I got to feed my family. And that's mm-hmm. just the bottom line. Right. Um, and, you know, so I do the necessary things to make myself viable. Right. You know, and nowadays I just, I see a lot of people that they start taking a class or they, they get into this because of face-off and these type of shows that make this stuff so mainstream. Right. And they realize, holy shit, this is really hard. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, so that's that's the part where you the passion comes in yeah now how do you land an apprenticeship with someone as legendary as dick smith how did how how did that lots of phone calls yeah (laughs) it was it was just one of those deals where i was able to uh um get lucky yeah yeah and i got lucky and uh you know it was it was just an amazing experience that's really really cool i've heard some really cool stories like the jeff johns um how he got to where he's at now he he went to school for Michigan State for film, uh-huh. and um, his favorite director is Richard Donner, so he graduated from school, called Richard Donner's production office, and they kept transferring him around. Eventually, someone picks up the phone and goes, hi, uh, who is this? And he goes, I'm Jeff Johns. I'm calling about an internship. Who is this? It was Richard Donner. Uh. Ends up getting a job with Richard Donner. They're in New York for something. He meets someone from Marvel, starts writing for Marvel, and he starts working for DC, and now he's a freaking chief creative officer. It's right. crazy how stuff right. like that happens. Well, I mean, same with... with, with- uh, I was great, powerful in mm-hmm. Hobbit. It was like Howard Berger, who must have liked what I did on Hobbit. I was the only guy that he recommended for. I'm sorry, I was I, I was the only guy Vice that versa. he recommended. Yes, I <laughs> must like what he did on, on Oz because I was the only guy he recommended for Hobbit. And six weeks later, I was on playing out there. That's so so cool. that's, that's kind of awesome. how it works sometimes. You know, you just got to be a little bit of luck. But you know, when you get the I, when you get the the opportunity to shine, you better be able to shine. Yeah, without question. Yeah. Well, you've got an open house coming up, an internship starting yeah, with you, yeah. and that's start. That's Friday, February twenty third. That's the open six, house, six to nine p.m. Yeah, the open house. Yeah, what we're doing is I'm I'm doing um I'm in conjunction with another company called another studio called the Studio, mm-hmm. and they're in downtown Utica. I think you have the address for that, maybe. Yep, seven 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 one. Auburn Road, Utica, Michigan, 48317. And yeah. we'll post that up on our Facebook yeah, as well. Yeah, please do. Yeah, yes. and uh, I invite anybody to come, to come down. I'm going to be doing a live makeup demo. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing a new school. I'm not even going to give it away. I'll just let you guys come and check it out. Yeah. Sounds um, good. But we're going to um, do a live makeup demo. We're going to give um, filmmakers opportunity to come down and see what I do and see what I can offer mm-hmm. as far as um, an internship goes and potential classes. I call them internship, but it's basically classes. Mm-hmm. Um, you can sign up for a class when you're there. And uh, we're going to have, you know, some wine and some cheese and a photo booth and fun stuff. So awesome. it, it should be cool to do. And, you know, I'm trying to make this not so much just about makeup people, but about movie people in general in Michigan. Right. right. So any of you guys, you guys, you guys, carte blanche, come on down and, awesome. and uh, check it out if you're not busy on a Friday night. Um, but like I said, it's it is. Uh, I have no social life, so I'll yeah, be there. me either. Yeah, <laughs> you know, my wife said, "Are you sure you want to do it on a Friday?" People that, like want to go out one wine. I said, "I don't want to go out one right. wine. I want to hang out with my friends, you right. know, my movie people." Yeah, you know? I think the people that you're catering towards are the kind yeah. of people who will come to that. Wanna yeah, want to go to that. we're the kind of people who want to go to something like that. Yeah, and my internship, the next round of internships I have or classes, I should say, start in March. 
So this is a prequel to have you guys come check it out if you're on the fence about, you know, the the price and everything else. I'll show you exactly what you can get for your bang, for right. your buck, you know. So come on out, check it so out. So you want to be Watch signed up by March 12th or? March 12th is the actual class okay. starting. Okay. Um, you have up until that day to sign up, but I'm offering a special. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a raffle. And basically, if you sign up in full between now and the in, and the and the open house, mm-hmm. you have that night to sign up as well. We're going to be doing a raffle. Everybody that signs in full that night, um, I'm going to draw a name out of a hat, and you get 500 bucks off tuition. Oh, oh wow! Awesome. Yeah, so it's a nice little incentive to come on down and check Absolutely. out what we do. It doesn't cost you nothing to get in or anything. You just come on down and come on downtown Utica. They have a lot of bars and stuff around the area. So come on down, watch me do a makeup for a little bit, then go have a beer across the street. Don't nice. get loaded so, afterwards. Right. Get hammered drunk. <laughs> now, if people want to reach you. Personally, yeah. do you want to share an email with uh, anyone? I would prefer not to. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, yeah, my email is uh, Danny, D-A-N-N-Y, flips, F as in Frank, L-I-P-S, mm-hmm. the number 13, at Comcast.net. Wonderful. And we'll share that yeah, on our we'll social media. Yeah, please do. As well and everything. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're beyond happy that you came in. Man, this is, this this is great, great to you chat know. with you. And I, I just, I think, I want to thank you guys, man. You know, you guys are keeping it going here in Michigan. And, we're trying. Um, yeah. yeah, we all are. We all are. You know, and, and this is what it takes. You know, all of mm-hmm. us to get together and and do these things and 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 you know, scratch each other's back and and yeah, have each other's back through all this stuff. And uh, you know, we can all be successful, man. We just stick together. Yeah, it's very much a. It's I've learned that over. I mean, you you realize it very quickly, but it's very much a team. Absolutely. Team thing. There, there's, there's a reason that there's everyone on that set, from the PA to the producer standing around yelling at everyone. There's, and, and I, and I, and I want to say this before I get off, before we're done, is I, I honestly say this, and I please, I don't want to offend anybody else that I've ever worked with, but Michigan crews, man, they're the hardest working people. You know, mm-hmm. we come from a hardworking background to begin with. You know, yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm serious. I've seen, I've been all over the world doing this stuff, and. Michigan crews, man, we kick ass. Yeah, and you know? you know, it's funny. I I run into people from Michigan all over the place: Ohio, Illinois, uh, Arizona. Yeah. I ran into someone who actually went to my school. A small world, yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, and last thing: if you want, if you're on the fence about taking a class, I did win my first Emmy this year. I won my first Congratulations. Emmy. Congratulations! Very yeah. cool. So you get to be trained by Emmy-winning mega bars. <laughs> I watched the Emmys. Yeah. <laughs> I did it for, no, a, so for a Detroit-based cool. company. Did it for Valentine Vodka. Okay, yeah, that's so check, literally right near my yeah, house. So check out the commercials on YouTube. It's it's the Valentine Valentine Lock, Vodka Lennon spot. I changed a guy to Vladimir Lennon laying in his laying in his tomb. So it's a pretty cool. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, well, you know, we'll share that and all yeah, the info for the it. open yeah. house. Yeah, yeah we can, do. absolutely do. awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming in. Thanks, it was a blast chatting with you. Yes, thank you, the wonderful Dan Phillips. Thank you again, and we'll be right back on Geektainment Weekly. Woo-hoo. Peace out. Ah, low-budget movie version. 60s TV version. Early 2000s high school pseudo-adaption that eventually grows into the geek we all know and love version, yeah? I'm getting paid a lot of money to be here, so listen up. Watch the Geektainment channel on NewRadioMedia.com. It's geek-approved. It's all about you. 
And that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Wow, so again, a big, huge thank you to Dan Phillips. And again, yes, welcome back to Geektainment Weekly. And if you guys didn't catch that, he is having an open house Friday, February 23rd from 6 to 9 p.m. at The Studio. And that's located at 7771 Auburn Road in Utica, Michigan. That zip on that is 48317. And definitely go check that out. Yeah, we're we'll, we want we'll, to. We'll probably be there. We'll probably be there. And then his next internship of classes, or his next classes is, and he likes to call them internships. And that starts March twelfth. You can go to dpmakeupstudio.net and check out what that entails. And if you want to reach out to Dan himself, Danny Flips thirteen at Comcast.net. Again, big thank you to Dan yeah. Phillips. What a nice freak. He was so nice. He was awesome. He was so, like just the one of so down to earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is he the guy won an Emmy yes. this year and he's freaking he just like gave me a fist bump as he was walking out yeah. the door. Yeah. You, such you a know nice it guy. it really it really sucked that I I didn't get to sit in on the interview. I was I was at the office and it was cool cuz when he walked by I did get to chat with him for a minute and we actually worked on uh, the same movie, uh, Isra 88, which then became Beyond the Edge. Mm. And uh, he did this little prosthetic eel that had like these rods attached that you could make swim in the water. And so it was like a puppet tool. Uh, and I, I talked about them like, you don't, man, we used to hit each other with that eel all the time because they left it at our uh, post house. And eel slap. Oh, man, we, we would eel slap <laughs> each other. It was, it was so much fun. It's but not it, just a random But the website. eel, the, the quality of it was like, wow, this is, this is like, like, you know how you hold something and you're like, if this was real, this is how I would imagine it would feel like. That's exactly how I felt holding this eel, you know. I mean, I know that's kind of yeah. weird, but whatever. I it's got, all good. I, I got nothing. Stop. Stop all, it. I got Just, nothing. Well, what's cool, though, is he also, we, we dove into the makings and the inner workings of that. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be launching with another show. Yes. Come launch time. So... Yeah. Keep your eyes open for uh, some art partying Woo-hoo. right now. That's the, that's we hard. Yeah, we're gonna already hard, right? But anyway, <laughs> let's let's talk DC. Yeah, so much. You know, it seems like every week DC takes over a giant chunk of our show, and it's it's a bit of they need to get their shit together. They need to figure out what the fuck they're doing because, like, you know, like we have the, today they announced that the uh, they announced they cast sorry. They cast Niles Calder, uh, who is the head of the Doom Patrol, mm-hmm. uh, for the Titans, that Teen Titans show they're doing, um, which basically means, oh, we're going to get the freaking Doom Patrol, which I'm not shocked with. That's, like, one of Jeff Johns' like, favorite things. He throws them in fucking everything. Um, but, yeah, a lot of, you know, DC, so there's that. They announced that Metropolis is beginning filming in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, super bummer on this one dark knight's medals finale was fi- uh, delayed which honestly when it comes to comics and big events like that is right. not a shocking thing i mean right. look at doomsday clock it already got pushed 
way behind schedule. Yeah, that, that's over and there's a only whole been year. what two, 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 out two, maybe three ish, two issues. Yeah, I'm pretty right. sure. I mean, it's fantastic, and the reason that's going on is because Jeff Johns runs. He's their chief creative officer. He's mm-hmm. in charge of everything. So I get it, but it, you know, it's especially when something as good as Dark Knight Metal is going on. It's a bummer to have to wait for it. Um, you know, that's it, like one of the downsides of being like a really creative-minded person, or you know, you want to do everything, and there's, there's only just, so much time. Yeah. in life, <laughs> exactly. There's yeah. so much time in the day, so much time in the week in life. Yeah. That's a perfect term. Yeah, and, you know. And then, uh, yeah, no. Speaking of casting in DC, um, that freaking um, yeah, Ray Fisher, mm-hmm. uh, their cyborg is apparently going to be in the new season of True Detectives. Um, oh, nice! Which is such as a kick-ass show. You know, Cyborg. The fir- well, the first the fir- season. <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> Who are you? Cyborg. I'm and Cyborg. Who are the you? Murder of a Batman um, who was poisoned I'm... by cocaine. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and it would have been better than season two. Yeah, it would have. Season one was the. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully that hits off for him because, um, as of right now, supposedly his solo Cyborg film is in doubt. Um, which I've been hearing for a little bit now. Right. I, I'm not shocked, you know, and then you have over in the comics, uh, you know, in the New 52, mm-hmm. they, for some reason, they just decided they needed to make Cyborg happen. Like, right. That was, that was DC's attempt at making Fetch happen. Was right. Just, Here's Cyborg. You all love Cyborg. We're going to tell you you love Cyborg. We're going to put him in everything. He's going to be on the Justice League, and you're going to love it. Gretchen, very wrong. stop trying to make Fetch happen. Thank you. And DC, you did not make Fetch happen. <laughs> Uh, I I never understood. I, I get it from a, like you know it's Jeff Johns, one of favorites, one of his favorite characters mm-hmm. in the modern technology aspect of all that stuff. But Martian Manhunter, in my opinion, is one of the core you know main members of the Justice League. Right. Mm-hmm. For him to not be part of the New Fifty Two origin was really disappointing for me. He's he, outside of Batman and probably Shade the Changing Man. He's probably my favorite DC character. Um, he's so interesting he, to say the least. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he's such a, when he's written well, he's one of the best characters I think in comics. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, like so, Cyborg apparently DC is thinking about switching him from Justice League in the comics right. to Teen Titans because I think they finally realized it makes more sense. It makes way more sense, yeah. and they're just not going to make Fetch happen. Yeah, um, I never got the push on it, but you know, everything with the, the films is in turmoil, like. For a little bit there, there was a rumor Justice League 2 wasn't happening. Right. Well, DC came out and said, no, no, it's happening. The DC superhero films are still going forward and it all that stuff. It is not dead. It is not dead. And, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not shocked because they just put a new head of person, the new person. It may be the walking and, dead, but it is well, not dead entirely. That show might as well be dead. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, and then more DC stuff. Constantine, who... Um, who everyone loves Matt Ryan's version of the character, popped up on mm-hmm. Legends Tomorrow um, earlier in the season, popped up again right. um, on the premiere on Monday, the mid-season premiere Monday night, and he will be back for one more episode, which is awesome because I think he needs another show. I just think David Goyer needs to not be involved. Right. Um, but, you know, um, it is what it is. D- DC is such a – it's so interesting to watch that – Dynamics of how that works because on some aspects, like I just you know, got them by gaslight. I finally mm-hmm. got to watch that. Holy crap! Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, and then you turn around and you're like, well, Batman Superman was a pile of garbage, and you're right. like, Justice League was worse. I'm gonna than have Batman to bo- I'm gonna have to Superman. borrow that from you. No, yeah, I, I remember when that came in the great. mail, and I was it's like, oh great. man, it's so good. I, and it's I rated acti- R. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I actively look forward to the DC animated films. Yeah, I cannot, they're way better. They're, they're so much better. So much better. I would say they're on the level with the Marvel live action films. Mm. Whereas Marvel's cartoons suck as much as DC's live action movies. Right. Uh, you know, I really enjoyed the run they did in the early 2000s with 
uh, Ultimate Avengers, um, with those animated films. Those weren't bad. No, you know, those weren't bad. And the um, original X-Men animated series. Well, that's, well, that's even taking you way, yeah, way no, further I'm talking back. about, right. like, since, you know, like, since Marvel, you know, canceled Spectacular Spider-Man and started making their Spider-Man on Disney XD to match their Avengers, which they canceled Avengers vs. Mighty Series for, like, I don't get it. Right. I just don't get it. Like, right. I know toy sales go a lot into it, like, like Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. That animated series got canceled specifically because the toy sales were shit. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. That's, that that is literally why that show got canceled, which is a bummer because I loved that show. Right. Um, and there's not enough Green Lantern. I know Andy would agree with me on that. There's not enough you know, Green Lantern. Well, give you know, me give me some Hal Jordan and give me some Kyle Rayner. Well, supposedly this Green Lantern John movie Stewart. Will, will be the core. It'll be, we'll get everyone. Mm-hmm. You know what I really want to see? I really want to see John Stewart played by common. John Stewart. <laughs> oh. I was say common. Yeah, I'm John Stewart. I'm the Green Lantern now. Yeah, put the spring on. Oh! That was not, awful. Not one of your better impressions. No. Not I liked it, though. Impre- yeah, it was entertaining. Uh, it was, but, it was uh, entertaining for the wrong reasons. Speaking of entertaining for the mm-hmm. wrong reasons. Uh, <laughs> what a segue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pacific Rim 2's, or whatever the fuck they're calling, Uprising's trailer dropped. And I got to say, as much as I love the first one, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. I love Guillermo del Toro. Right. Um, man, it just looks like a video game cutscene. Right. I, like the first time I saw the first trailer that they put out, I was like, "Am I watching a trailer for Pacific Rim video game?" Or, and and I feel like it was very heavy CG stuff. It's it's a lot. It's really good to put it in darkness. Well, it's like we were talking about, you know, a little bit ago. It's like Guillermo del Toro. It's like Pan's Labyrinth and Pacific Rim. I mean, I I, <laughs> I enjoy Pacific okay. Rim for what it is. It's right. definitely probably my least favorite Guillermo del Toro film. I mean, that guy just makes masterpieces. Understandably, you know, right. Um, even Hellboy Two, which was meh, was gorgeous. Yeah. Um, more gorgeous than the first one. I like the first one more, but I think visually right. the second one was holy shit. Right. Um, but neither of them stood up to the comics or the graphic novels, comics. Oh no, nothing. No, and that's actually that would that might be my one complaint about Gotham by Gaslight is that mm-hmm. you can see the Mike Mignola art inspiration, mm-hmm. but it definitely gets lost in the animated side of things. Right. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it did, you know, is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Speaking of it is what it is. <laughs> the Last Jedi got a uh, release date for its uh, home home release. Oh, wow, already? <laughs> yeah, because that, it's... That quickly. That's that's what happens when you we make a shitty Star Wars movie. We need to make our money back. Exactly. Right. That's how you know they haven't made enough money at the box office when yep. the movie comes out really quickly yep. at home. Right. Um, well, I mean, and we've got another... Star Wars. That's true. Film they have it all rolling too, out so, too. You know. but, but at the same time, though, mm-hmm. at this point, Force Awakens was still in theaters. Right. Um, Force Awakens wasn't just still in theaters; it was still making boat tons of money. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, like there was a chance that Force Awakens could have ended up being the highest-grossing film of all time if it wasn't for the fact that fucking Avatar is like a billion dollars higher than any other grossing film ever. Which is kind of mind-boggling. Insane to yeah, because I don't know a single person I've ever went up to who's like, "Oh, I fucking love Avatar." I, I liked it when I first saw it, and I saw it in 3D, and it was like the little younger-minded, I guess, you know. I but mean, I liked Jar Jar Binks when I was nine. Right, but like you know, I mean, mm, meh. I see. I never got to see it in 3D. 
Yeah. Um, so I, I already off and, the bat didn't have that to pull me in. Right. Oh, I did see it in 3D. And that was like right when 3D yeah. was like really blowing wait, 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 up. Wait, wait, we're talking about episode. Avatar. Oh. No, no, no. No, no I did see that in 3D, yeah. but I also saw episode one I in 3D. Too. I did too. I was All that extreme 3D Jar Jar. Oh, racing. wow. 3D Pod Dude, 3D Jar Jar. That's right. Misa in 3D now. That's pretty right. good. See, drunken, I redeemed myself. You the drunken monkey. Yourself. Jar Jar yeah, Binks is the drunken monkey. But that's a whole thing now. That's like an en- it's just an engine that's going and going. And Star Wars just will never end now that Disney owns them. And that's a good thing and a bad thing, especially for people like me who love buying the toys. Which we were talking about yesterday. Yeah. And it's a you're good gonna thing get, and you got to get a Donald Glover. That's what I'm saying. Lando, right? I, I don't care about the the young Han Solo. Nope. I don't care about whoever the fuck uh, Khaleesi's playing. Right. I want me a fucking Donald Glover, Lando Calrissian, and that fur, figure. and the fur. Yeah, yeah. It just, I, 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 I don't care how the rest of that movie is. That'll be worth it for me seeing it. Then again, I said going into Batman Superman that literally could be them crapping for two hours. Right. As long as the fight's good, I'd still enjoy it. Right. I was wrong. Because right. they essentially did crap for two hours and then had a mediocre fight scene. Yeah. But you know, see, I'm I, I'm in the the minority, but uh, about that one particularly. But I think I was just enjoying the company of you fine gentlemen, and you know, had I a just, good time I, chuckling. I just the whole Justice League, the entire movie, Andy's just looking over at me, and I'm just sitting there like, with my hand in my face, just like utterly disappointed, like just like, just this like, look on my face the entire time. Mm-hmm. And, and like I felt bad because I like Andy, I almost felt like Andy was more concerned about how I was enjoying the movie <laughs> than how he was enjoying the yeah, movie. Yeah, that's that's a that's an accurate statement mm-hmm. because a lot of times when I'm watching something, I like to monitor how my friends um, or significant other is doing, and I, I I do that a lot when I'm watching something with my wife. Like, I, okay, she's she's enjoying this. Good. Good. Oh, see, I, right. I totally, or, oh, why isn't she enjoying like this? That. I can get like that when I'm showing someone like my favorite movie. For Especially right. when you're showing or or showing them a YouTube clip or something. Like, hey, wait, why don't you why right. don't you get this? Right. right. Why don't you Why don't you like it? And especially with a significant other too. Yeah. You, that's a lot of the times I generally avoid trying to show people viral YouTube videos because I don't want to have to sit and watch their fucking videos afterwards. I'm sorry how yeah. I'm sorry if that sounds jackassy, but like. I don't. I just don't feel like well, communicating. That's, that is exactly what happened during the Last Jedi. Is I just kept looking at my wife. That is exactly what happened during Force Awakens. Right. And I looked at her the moment when Han was like, "Man," and I, I looked at my wife, and she's like, "Oh my God!" It looked like someone had just murdered a kitten on I was screen. There. Right. Yeah. You remember that moment? Yeah, that was a crazy <laughs> night. Awful. I, I went and I went to a seven or eight o'clock showing. Hopped in my car, met my buddy at another showing, mm-hmm. and then left that as the credits were rolling, and then drove like forty minutes to meet Andy and Sarah and see it in Grand Blank. Yeah, Worth and it. that did not happen for you for the last job. I returned eight showings. Yeah, I had eleven showings bought. I didn't even make it through four of them. Right. I'm, I'm so sad. It's more than me. I did two. Disney, please fix Star Wars. You broke it. Well, JJ's got I, it. Yeah, now, JJ's so. coming he back. He can fix anything. Yes. He, he fixed he, the national anthem. Yep. South exactly. Park. He can do anything. Mm-hmm. Sit, stand, or kneel. <laughs> sit. Mm-hmm. You may now sit, stand, or kneel. Yep. And I gotta say, I'm not a Star Trek guy. I love his Star Trek movie. No, oh, they're great. Yeah, no. The first one. I like the first one. Yeah. Oh, they were both entertaining. The I first like, one was way better. I like the second one because I'm a very much self-admitted Cumberbatch. Yeah, no, I'll Benedict Cumberbatch, he that, did kill it. In you the like? One. Do you like penguins as well? What's penguins? 
Okay, so Benedict Cumberbatch years ago did a documentary, um, like one of those animal docs, and he narrated it, and he couldn't pronounce penguins. Oh, oh boy. He, he called, he's that. like, oh, the, the, so the penguins are walking through the forest. <laughs> are you penguins. sure that's not how it's actually pronounced, though? No, I'm because, sure. Because I was watching Planet Earth, and David Attenborough called a sloth, a sloth, a sloth. A sloth. And, and now all I can you call know, it is sloth, and it must be right if it's if David Attenborough's pronouncing it that no. way. I think it's just a British the thing. The only way you're going to say this is definitively how you pronounce an animal's name is if you're watching Plazana Earth with Snoop Dogg. Man, look at those mongooses. I fucking love those clips. Lizanna Earth is the greatest thing. You see, this is what we do here on Geektainment Weekly. We jump down rabbit hole after rabbit hole until we're just in China. Real talk. Yeah. Yeah. No. (laughs) This is Real Talk on New Radio Media, (laughs) Geektainment Weekly. And next is uh, Shorty Balls. I'm going to be Gary Merbles. uh, So what's up with Comcast? Yeah, um, apparently. Sorry, geekdom. Yeah. Uh, that Disney Fox deal is not set in stone yet. I knew Uh-oh. it was going to be 12 to 18 months till it was finalized, but apparently <laughs> Comcast is making a push to get the to buy Fox. Mm. Um, I can't imagine let, seeing Disney let that happen. Yeah, I mean, uh, does Comcast like, another... even have enough money like compared yeah, to Disney? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, Com- I, I, Comcast is one of those companies that, like, that it, like, owns a million things, and you right. wouldn't know it. Big right. conglomerate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's what it, it is what it is, but I can't imagine and there's the, the, the second, gatekeepers the to, like, second everything. Comcast comes up to Fox and they like, here's some money. Disney goes, all right, here's more dump trucks of money. Right. Like, I, I, at this point, Marvel and Disney have to make this happen. Right. Um, they don't have to. Right. But they have to. But they, right. It <laughs> they just really, makes sense. It makes sense. They've gotten fans excited. Fans are waiting now. Mm-hmm. We are in, in, in high anticipation for that first crossover, that first cameo, that first anything, that first hint that these characters are back where they belong. So I wonder if now I wonder if Fox, you know, has sort of you know fabricated some of these rumors to maybe get Disney to up their bid a bit. It's funny you say that. Yeah. And I'm going to skip over a topic to get to something that ties into this. All right. Is recently Fox went and hired um, Tim Miller, Mm -hmm. Deadpool, Mm -hmm. and Brian Michael Bendis Mm. to co-write a mysterious X-Men project called Project 143. Oh. Rumor is it's about Kitty Pride. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, um, but the rumor is is that this is kind of Fox kind of sticking it in Disney's craw a little bit. Right. Because Bendis just left them for DC, right. which was a huge thing, and now he's writing a Marvel film for Fox, which he already turned down writing X-Men before he went to DC. I don't know. Inner, inner, inner studio politics could really fuck us all over in the end. Right. <laughs> I'm really, really worried, really worried about that. Um We'll see, though. Hopefully, in this in in this particular battle, content will be king and not the almighty dollar. I hope so. I really hope. I so. really hope that's, so. I really because that's honestly, I think that's where Hollywood is, Hollywood has gone wrong is that it's about the dollar and the bottom line now. It's, yeah, it's not about and how it's going to play out yeah, in China. That's why you have like international sales. Disney wants blah, blah, Ryan Coogler for Black Panther two before the first one even fucking opened because right. they know they're going to make their money on it. Right. It's, and and it's funny. I'm bitching about sequels getting greenlit before the first one even coming out, even though basically Marvel's whole thing is telling well, yeah. us what's, where I'm going to be six years from now on a Thursday night. Right. Like, I just uh, like Fantastic Four two was greenlit before the first one came out. 
Mm. The new ones that bombed horribly that everyone fucking hated. But uh, speaking of sequels, not technically a full sequel. It's a TV (laughs) show sequel. Mm -hmm. It's called uh, Cobra Kai. Yep. And And it's starring Philly Zafka. Right. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's a Karate Kid. It's a Karate Kid show, basically. Right. I think I'm pretty sure Ralph Macchio is going to be on it. Oh, he's got to be. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, what else is what else is Ralph Macchio doing these days? What did he do? He was just in something. I think it was making fun of the fact that Ralph Macchio doesn't do anything. That nowadays. makes sense. That in makes fact, sense Billy Zappa's last time I ever heard of him, he was on How I Met Your Mother, being himself mm-hmm. and like hating life because everyone hated him for being the villain in that mm-hmm. movie. Yep. But I'm Makes excited sense. for that show. Um, they put the trailer out. It was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the shit you see online now. It, it, they're bringing back uh, Greatest American Hero. They're bringing back everything. Right. Yeah, they like, ran out of ideas. I just want Golden Girls to come back. Well, they, well they're bringing back Sicario, too. No, no. The director's in talks oh. to do a Call of Duty film. That's, right. that's it. That's it. Sicario I mean, 2. Sicar- did that come out yet? Uh, I think it did. Did it? I believe the it first did. one's spectacular. The first yes. one's great. Sicario yeah. 2 did come out. Yeah, yeah the good first, old Deke Deke shooting first it. First one's, but yeah, and if, so of course it's going to be gorgeous. Right. So the interesting thing about that now, I am not a huge Call of Duty fan, mainly because I'm just not great at first-person shooters. Um, but first off, there's a rumor coming out that it's going oh, to follow it, the June 29th. That's fine. So there's a rumor coming out that it's going to follow the Call of Duty 4 storyline, which is kind of interesting because that is one of the the better ones. No, no, they all have zombies. I don't. I'm not a, I'm not a Call of Duty. So it's it's basically following one with uh, I think I think Ghost is in it and. Uh, but it's 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 an actually a pretty good mm-hmm. story that's written. And the other rumor that is that has just recently surfaced is that Tom Hardy and Chris Pine could star in the movie. Really? Oh, that'd be bad. That would be so, the last I, time they starred in a movie together. It was fucking horrible. And it was a chick flick. You know, it oh, was. Oh yeah, it was. It was right. bad. I went and Licensed saw it because of Tom Hardy, or... and I I made I'll never make that mistake again. I'm never going to a movie just because an actor's in it ever again. So, right. but yeah, like. That, that that being said, right. they just announced that Michael Fassbender, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and who is the other one? Uh, no, Freaking the Hoff are going to be in the feature-length Kung Fury movie. Wow. Take my money. Take my fucking Shut money. up and take yeah, my money. Yeah, seriously. Just take yep. out all of my money. We'll get those tickets. Oh, shit. Yeah. We'll put them on the company card. The day they come out. Well, Wait, we have a company card? Right. Dun, dun. You want to tell Andy? Well, thank you guys, everybody, for joining in on this fantastic Friday it has been wonderful. We had a great time. Thank you again to Dan Phillips for joining us on Geektainment Weekly right here on New Radio Media. You guys have a great weekend. Peace. Peace. I like cats. <laughs>